zero down from the economics department of Miranda House. Today we're talking about wealth taxes. Before we do that, let's think about why we're talking about wealth taxes in the first place. A lot of you might have heard of the French economist Thomas Piketty and his work regarding economic inequality. It's a fairly established fact in most circles these days that economic inequality has been on the rise and is actually on quite a bit of a high these days. And wealth taxes are often posed as a solution to this problem, or one of the solutions at least. So what are wealth taxes? Wealth taxes are the taxes that are imposed on an individual's net wealth. That is, the market value of their total owned assets minus liabilities. The main objective of wealth taxes is to reduce inequality while also raising revenue, which is intended to finance the government spending that will provide social welfare to also aid in reducing inequality. It's also important to understand that wealth and income are um, two different variables that are often used interchangeably. Exactly. In economics, we distinguish between two types of variables. Stock variables, which are measured at a point in time, and flow variables, which are measured over a course of time. For example, you might say that I own 10,000 rupees per month. But you would never say that I own 10,000 rupees per month, right? You'd say I have 10,000 rupees a month. So here, the 10,000 that you have becomes the wealth that you own, which is an asset for you. And the 10,000 rupees that you're earning becomes your income. So it's something that's measured over time. Another example of wealth would be a house that you own. You wouldn't own a house over a year, right? You wouldn't, you wouldn't say I own one house per year. You'd say that I own a house right now. So wealth is a stock variable and income is a flow variable. This has important consequences when it comes to taxation. But before that, let's take an example of an individual who might have a lot of wealth, but not a lot of income. So let's first take the example of an individual who has low income but high wealth. If we take the case of a farmer who earns very less from the crops that he produces, we understand that he has low income. However, the value of the land that he owns might be very high. So this means he has a high wealth. We could also take the example of an individual who has high income but low wealth. For instance, if we take the example of a recent graduate who just got a new job with a high package, then we would say he has a high income. However, the same individual might not even own a car or might not or might be living in a house which he has to pay rent for monthly. So in this case, the individual doesn't own as many assets, and therefore we would say that he has low wealth. And this is why the tax calculated on income and on wealth are also different. Income taxes are not calculated on a house you own, but the rent you receive from the house you own, whereas a wealth tax might be collected on the house itself. Let's talk about how wealth taxes are viewed in mainstream economics. Wealth is understood as savings that accumulate over time. And these savings form the basis of investment in society. So they're very important for an economy. For example, if you were an entrepreneur and needed to start and wanted to start a business, you might need a loan for it. And you may approach a bank for the same. But the loan that the bank gives you consists and is made up of the deposits that other people have put into the bank. And those deposits were part of the savings of those people. So savings and wealth are kind of similar. And the more wealth there is, the more savings there are, and the more savings there are, there'll be more investment in the economy. And investment is what leads to growth. Another way to look at it is that is, a, is the way of incentives. 
if you've been to an even an introductory economic class you will have been introduced to the concept of incentive which is the reason for why we do anything for example you only work your job because you get paid for it right i mean there might be other reasons but a salary is an important incentive for you to work if your boss were to offer you a bonus you might be incentivized to work more in such a case even though taxes have the valuable function of becoming your source of public services for an individual who's working a tax might just seem like money that's being taken away from them and the more their income is taxed the more they might feel like not working say if i told you 90% of your income was going to be taxed you may feel like since most of my hard work is just going to go to the government why should i work and you might just want to work less this is how economists or i should say some economists look at and look at the problem of wealth taxes they suggest that if we were to tax people a lot then they wouldn't want to save as much and thus there wouldn't be enough investment in the economy and eventually that would reduce the growth in the economy because if everybody who innovated just wasn't getting the money to fund their ideas they wouldn't want to innovate anymore and that would mean an economy with a falling gdp but this is just a theoretical consideration the reality isn't exactly similar but even so there are problems with wealth taxes even in the practical sphere of things wealth taxes also fail due to the administrative cost of calculating wealth capital flight and fraud initially quite a few european countries tried wealth taxes however they soon realized that wealth taxes did not raise much money they raised as little as 0.2% of the gross domestic product a year due to this a lot of the european countries who initially imposed wealth taxes scrapped them the reasoning behind this was that extra revenue that they were getting from the wealth taxes was offset by administrative costs we can also take the example of france from 2002 to 2017 around 10000 people with 35 billion euros in assets left the country for tax reasons and due to this france scrapped its wealth tax in favor of a levy on real estate assets are relatively more difficult to track down compared to income and even if we succeed in tracking down assets we would have a hard time determining the value of many different kinds of tax assets for example many wealthy families own large stakes in closely held businesses unlike publicly traded companies whose stock price and market value can be observed every day closely held businesses may be valued rarely if at all which makes it very hard to find out what the true value of these assets are Now that we know some of the main arguments used against wealth taxes, let's try to understand why they may not be the end of the story. So while wealth taxes did not really work for a lot of countries in Europe, it may not have been due to some inherent problem with the concept of wealth taxes themselves, but might have been more to do with how the, the particular form that they were imposed in Europe, right? One problem that a lot of people identify was that the european wealth taxes tended to have a very low exemption threshold and ended up being imposed on a lot of people who didn't have a lot of cash in hand but had a lot of illiquid wealth what that means is people who owned an asset like a big house which they might have saved for their retirement which might make it look like they have a lot of wealth on paper but these are people whose only source of income could be a measly pension So while they looked like they were wealthy, when they actually had to pay the wealth tax, they didn't have a lot of cash to pay it with. This becomes a problem because a lot of people who came under the purview of such a wealth tax were not fit to actually pay it and thus were unhappy with the policy. 
a lot of people think that if we could just find the right threshold and raise it enough so that such people don't come under the purview of the wealth tax we would be good to go another thing is that we conceive of wealth taxes as as the thing that will really be disastrous for innovation by reducing investment in the economy but a stereotypical innovator is much more likely to look like the recent college graduate we talked of who has a high income but not a lot of wealth than a wealthy person in say their late 50s right so maybe a wealth tax wouldn't be tax wouldn't be so worrisome for innovation after all another thing is that a lot of us economists who talk about how wealth taxes can be disastrous for an economy are also the ones who think that cutting taxes for the wealthy does good for the economy but slowly economists are realizing are relying more on empirical data rather than just a theoretical idea that wealth taxes wouldn't would slow growth in your economy and it's been seen that cutting taxes for the rich does little to boost growth as esther duflo and abhijit banerjee in their book good economics for hard times talk about the reforms and the tax reforms enacted under ronald reagan and bill clinton which worked on reducing the tax rate for the super rich this shows us that in the way that cutting taxes for the rich doesn't boost the economy introducing taxes for the rich might not be such might not cause the mess that we think it will India enacted an annual wealth tax in 1957 but it was scrapped by 2015. India's then finance minister Arun Jaitley described the reason for the government's scrapping of the tax as it was a high cost tax with a low yield. It was soon replaced by a surcharge of 2% for people who had an income of more than 1 crore annually. In 2019 a surcharge of 3% was imposed on people who had incomes between 2 to 5 crores. and 7% for those individuals who had an income of more than 5 crores this example shows us that we do we do recognize income inequality as a problem and we are taking steps to combat this the total wealth tax collection in the country was around 1000 crore in 2013 to 14 when the wealth tax still existed the additional 2% surcharge projected a yield of more than 9 times the amount that was there in 2013 to 14 when the wealth tax existed This example shows us that although inequality is a problem, wealth taxes can be difficult to implement in some places and may not be the right fit for every country and at every time. That being said, each country can push through its own wealth tax policy depending on its unique challenges, and inequality is something that needs to be dealt with as soon as possible. But wealth taxes need not be the only way to approach that problem. 